Welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home for everything English Premier League soccer related and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, with my best friend through the internet, JD. We got a nice simple one today for the boys and girls at home. We're just reviewing some games, getting you all prepped and ready. Um, JD and I are limping into the weekend. I'm limping into the weekend. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday as our schedules just over the last few weeks have not been great. And, and by we, I mean, I, I am making JD like rearrange his entire (laughs) calendar to record this podcast. I'm, I mean, Wednesdays are my free open night. So actually it's, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I'm going to make it sound like it's a really big deal. Like you had to like reschedule your conference with the president of the United States of America so that we can record this podcast tonight. Um, like he would even know. <laughs> hey, no politics, yeah, no politics, on, no politics. Sorry. Cheap shot. Cheap shot. Um, yeah, I, I am blind on this current podcast right now i i got my eyes dilated i first of all side oh note, yeah, I, yeah you told me before we started i didn't realize you got your eyes dilated you probably are blind right now just disclaimer for every boy and girl at home if you wear glasses maybe don't wait three years to go to the eye doctor they will I did dilate that today, your eyes do everything <laughs> and yeah i had every single like part of my eye examined because it's like hey you haven't been here for three freaking years so um just a lot of spots right now. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. Um, yeah, I've, it was... Oof. It's been a rough day. So, I- I'm here. Barely seeing, but I'm here. I can't wait to hit the wrong button when we end this podcast to delete my audio portion. It's going to happen, Jamie. I mean, it's going to fucking happen. Nobody will know. because No one will know. No one will know. Will know, but no one will know. Um, quick update on the picks. JD is at 113. I'm at 125. The fans are at 127. So, JD, I'm not saying you're out yet. You're only 12 behind, 14 behind. I, I just need a big weekend. That's it. A 10 out of 10 weekend, and you're right back in it. But The day um, the day I have a 10 out of 10 weekend, I'm going to fucking jump off a cliff because that'll be the time where I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to make that $1 bet on all 10 games. It, it is truly one of those things where, like, I think, like, we've gotten close. Rarely over the last couple of years, we've had a couple 8 out of 10s. Yeah. Like, it's so it hard. Is, it's so difficult. It's impossible. It's, like, to go 10 out of 10, to get 10 perfect predictions. It happens every year on NBC Sports. Somebody gets the NBC Sports predictor to win the $50,000. Somebody like, will do cra- it. And what's crazy is they get the score. Like, are you kidding me? Like, if someone's like, hey, Matt, Manchester United are playing Luton this weekend. What's the score? I'd, I just hope we win. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the... You want me to guess the score? Playoffs? We're talking playoffs? <laughs> um, Yeah, but looking at the list, uh, this is... 
I don't want to say the picks are going to pick themselves, but I'm going to find it probably extremely difficult for us to to pick something different. And JD, we're starting first. Jurgen Klopp's favorite time slot, the noon kickoff on Saturday in the United Kingdom, 7.30 for us. JD, Liverpool have to go to Brentford away? How are we feeling going into this uh, competition? Um, I think Brentford are probably going to start off hot. I think I think Tony's going to be a handful right at the beginning, and then Liverpool are just going to get set, score an early goal, and it's going to be smooth sailing. Um, I, I, I think Liverpool will be comfortable. Maybe Brentford get a goal, but that doesn't change like a 3-1 scoreline for Liverpool in just the form they're in. I, it, I Again, it, I, the Arsenal game was a flash in the pan tough road game that was always gonna it was just always gonna be difficult and as soon as things started going Arsenal's way it was it was it was always gonna be tough that's not the case with just about every other team excluding Man City of course so I I think Liverpool will, will do well here yeah, I the fans are going to be going with Liverpool as well, and I'm also too going to go with Liverpool. This is like this is a don't overthink it thing. Yeah. I get Brentford are at home, and I get that they've found some consistency in front of the net, but Liverpool are edging closer and closer to getting a full strength squad. Mo Salah is most likely on his way back to this Liverpool yeah, he, squad. He he'll probably be in the squad on Saturday because yeah. so he's full, he's full yeah. training. So, yeah, if he's not in the starting lineup, he's going to get good minutes in the second half. So it is it is it is truly going to be possibly Liverpool at damn near full strength. So, yeah, all credit to Brentford in any fight they're going to put up. But I will say this, being at home, Brentford is not the easiest place to go. That's, that crowd definitely does back them. So let's move on. Arsenal Football Club go away to Burnley. The fans are going with Burn uh with Burnley. Whoa, no. Arsenal. Wow. Holy shit. My eyes aren't the only thing playing tricks on me tonight. Um I'm gonna go with Arsenal as well. This is again one of those don't overthink it. Burnley not good. Arsenal good. End of discussion. Like Arsenal will take care of business in this game. Yeah, um obviously gonna go Arsenal. Uh it would be funny though if uh if like you know, Arsenal beats Liverpool, Liverpool then beats Burnley, and then Burnley then beats Arsenal in, like, three consecutive weeks. It'd be interesting, you know? But that's, I mean, it's not going to happen. Arsenal's going to walk all over Burnley. This is an interesting... Oh, by the way, uh, Liverpool and Arsenal were 100% fan votes when the poll was taken, so... Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's fair. We're all, we're all, we're all backing them. Um... This is an interesting one coming up, and I don't think it's as cut and dry as I think the fans may have made it delivered. Fulham host Aston Villa. Now, Fulham at home. As I described last week, Fulham at home is a different team. They are a good team at home. Fulham at Craven Cottage is, a, is, is not an easy place to go to. Aston Villa have not started off this year all too well. Yes, giving up a late winner to uh, McTerminator, McSauce, McBeth, whatever form of Mick you want to use. Um, McGriddle. McGriddle. The McGriddle. <laughs> pretty, pretty much any, any item any, from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Scott McTominay just walks into McDonald's and just was like, this is all for me. This the, is... The, the McGangbang. 
the McGangbang. That's not that's not weird to say. It is is a real no. secret item nope. on the McDonald's menu. But is it a se- at, here's the thing. At this point in the world we live in, is it truly a secret anymore? Well, Cuz it you know, cuz it's not on the menu. You no, I ju- I get that. I just think like when it was when I was a teenager, that was the secret. Yeah. That was the like, hey, have you ever heard of the McGangbang? I, like, I know, I know. It's just it's never it's never been an ofi- okay, it's an unofficial Maybe not secret menu items, the unofficial menu item. Because I feel like anybody who works at McDonald's probably understands that if you're getting a McChicken and a McDouble, you know what's going on. That will be my one McDonald's thing I will have with you. (laughs) It's so good. I will will McGangbang with you. (laughs) I wanted that to be as dirty as that sounded. I will McGangbang with you. That's okay. Okay. That's well, you got You got to make it like mine, where you get a couple extra side cups of buffalo sauce lathering on there, some extra some fries on top of it. Yeah, I was thinking the fries. Yeah. I ba- was thinking bacon, just... maybe extra cheese and bacon. Ooh. All right, mate. Let's, let's bring it back on the cheese. Let's let's, let's bring it back in. Okay, um, mine will have extra cheese. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just tell them whatever cheese they don't put on mine to put on yours. Just <laughs> take the cheese and just slide it to the next just, sandwich. Just take one of your little fancy pills and, you know. Oh, yeah, my little all magic will be for, all, all will be forgiven. <laughs> if you need me the following day, I'll be dying on the toilet. Um, <laughs> you, you have the whole pass of pills. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all fun and games until your stomach goes, and then it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> the pill didn't hit. The pill didn't hit. You didn't tie um, it right, you know. Uh, back to soccer. Um... I am not fully confident in Aston Villa being as ahead in this game as I think people give them. I'm going to go with a draw. I think Fulham are spicy. I, I I hope Douglas Louise much pain in his future. I hope he dances so hard he pops his shoulder blade out. I've officially, JD, found my he who... Not he who shall not be named. Oh, you, you, can, you, can, you can say his name. He's in the fucking championship. Yeah. I think JD, I finally found my hated player. Like JD, if you've if you are new to the podcast, JD has players who he just fucking hates. Everything about them, every <laughs> fiber of their being, fuck them. I think Richarlson is the one that you're like most like. Who is right now your most hated player in the Prem, JD? Honestly, Let's- honestly, right now it's probably Anthony Gordon. Okay. Um, nope, that's fair. And that's and fair. Dom, and and Dom, I hear you. You're, 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 I'm hearing you out. You're hearing me out. He's a fucktard. Like, I don't like him. And that's just my opinion. I also don't think he's very good. But that's that's another conversation. I just don't like him. Yeah. But, uh, no, Che Adams was the, you know, the original. If you've been here from the beginning, you understand my beef with Che Adams. Uh, but he's in the championship, so he, I don't have to bleep out his name anymore. He's, Will, he's But he's, hey, he's looking like he's coming back up. He's looking like. Well, guess what? Liverpool get to play him, play Southampton in the in the in the FA Cup next. Uh, I think next round, maybe. Um, I think I saw something about that. I should know that. I don't know why I don't know that for sure. But um, yeah, that'll be fun. He, he's yeah. he's pretty terrible. No, but yeah, Douglas Louise is now my guy for no reason whatsoever outside of dancing in front of you know <laughs> Veron like he just scored a World Cup winner fucking loser i hope aston villa never win another fucking game good evening there you go i'm done draw i'm going with a draw jd um i'm gonna go with aston villa uh i need points and aston villa can be a good team 
and Fulham have been shaky. I know they're home, but you know I got to go against the home team for for once. Honestly, I usually go with the home team. Um, yeah, Villa. I think if Leon Bailey can cook, Yuri Tielemans you know gets off to a good start. I they they have the players. They have the players do do a job away from home at Craven Cottage. The fans are going with Aston Villa as well. No surprise. Like I said, I'm just I haven't been confident with the way Aston Villa have started 2024, and. If this game was at Aston Villa, I would choose Aston Villa, no worries. But because it's at it's at Craven Cottage, that provides doubt. And Aston Villa have not proven yet in this calendar year that they can overcome these tough situations. Newcastle United will be hosting Bournemouth. JD, I'll have you kick this one off first. What are we thinking? Um... This is kind of a tough one because I don't know what kind of Newcastle we're going to see, but I'm pretty sure I know what we're going to get out of Burnmouth. I'm going to go with the draw uh, and heavily in Newcastle's favor, you know, at home behind their home, their, their home fans. I just, I think Burnmouth can keep themselves in this. Dominic Solanke gets off to a good start. I, I, I just think he's going to be a lot to handle. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be an entertaining draw in Newcastle's favor, but it will end level. Yeah, I it's I think this game will be close. I I can't I, I I can't stress that enough. I think the game will be close, but the fans are going with Newcastle. I as well am going with Newcastle and um Share is going to get a goal. You you know it. Just he's going to continue being the hottest goal scorer in the prem right now. Like hottest goal scorers in the prem at this current moment. Shar, Hoyland, Scott McTominay. Like, the three most informed finishers right now in the Prem. Like, I know you don't want to hear it, but, like, <laughs> that's the list. <laughs> like, how did we get here? Just three players just Michael Scotting it, just pointing at each other. Like, how did you get here? How did you get here? Yeah, uh, you know, form is temporary. Well, class is permanent, and that's where Scott McSauce comes in. You have to attain class. Because the sauce lives forever. What is it? What do they say? What do the young kids say? Juice comes and goes. Juice, uh, you can finish juice really quickly, but sauce? Sauce will stay in the fridge forever. Like, it'll last forever. (laughs) Is that what the young kids are saying? I think that's what the young kids are saying. I thought they were saying the, like, skibbity toilet something. Sure. JD and I I are very much... JD and I are very attached to the youth. We we very connect with our youth audience quite well. Like <laughs> Matt, nobody under the age of twenty five listens to this. We don't know that. I we do don't know, know that. that. I actually do know that. All right. Well, you know what, JD? I I, I look at I look at the demographics. No okay, one under yeah, the age of twenty five looks at that. Oh yeah, process. definitely. Because everyone has definitely said very truthful things on the internet before. Hey, I'm twenty five. There's plenty of websites. Some of our people say, "Do you have to be? Are you 18? Yeah, let's let's go review those tapes. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, see. There's like, there's I like would, eighty. I would never. There is like eighty guys nodding their head, going, "Not, I've, I've been there. I've, I, I know what Matt's talking." About. <laughs> I was, I was eighteen from the age of twelve on. Yep, that's it. That's hey, I. Internet I records put, would show. <laughs> internet records would show. Since the age of twelve, I was eighteen. So, um. We move on. Uh, Nottingham Forest play against West Ham United. Um, genuinely and wholeheartedly, 
this game is going to just suck. This yeah, game is going to be terrible. The fans are going with West Ham United, and I genuinely want to take the fans aside and be like, so we didn't watch. We didn't watch on Sunday, right? We just, we were doing something. We were busy. We skipped over the five minutes Matt and JD were talking about this game on the last episode. Like, it, yeah, not West Ham wasn't just, like, playing a good team. They were just bad. Like, like it, it's... Genuinely, I've never been more confident choosing Nottingham Forest in my entire life, JD. Like, I, I actually genuinely not Nottingham Forest being home as well is such a thing for this game. West Ham. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to be proven wrong by West Ham. I'd love to be like I'd love for West Ham to hit this game running and really go at this game and try to be a force. Because that would be a huge confidence booster to be like, hey, last week suck sucked we know last week sucked but you know what we can bounce back from this we can do better that would be a huge even for me i would be like you know what give it up to west ham they know they had a bad 90 minutes last week but looks like they're bouncing back i just wonder if west ham can pick their heads up to do that that's it's it's tough to lose by a scoreline like that and then the following week act like nothing happened it's going to take one bad Nottingham Forest goal before West Ham heads are going to drop again because all they're going to be thinking about is, oh, God, here comes the wave of goals. So the fans yeah. are West Ham. I'm Nottingham Forest. JD, what say you? I don't have completely the opposite uh, thought process because, yes, West Ham were very bad last week. I just lack confidence in Nottingham Forest with their consistency. I think this game's going to suck, and it's going to come down to something like a James Ward-Prowse penalty to level it at 1-1 in the 85th minute. Like, and then that's it. Like, I, I just don't trust either of these teams to put on a good showing. Like, Forrest are going to get some bullshit counterattacking goal and West Ham are going to score a penalty. Like, or, or a James Ward-Prowse free kick or something like that. Something that isn't down to team performance. You know, it's just individual effort. So, like, I just, I don't know, man. This game's going to suck. It's going to end 1-1. Draw. Fair enough. Tottenham Hotspur will be hosting Wolves. Uh, I'm. This is a really big, just don't overthink it. Uh, Tottenham are, are going to win this game. Tottenham are just going to win this game. Don't overthink it. They're just going to do it. All four Wolves, they've played phenomenal. And I expect this game to be a very good game. But I just... This is a big don't overthink it. This is a big if you talk too long and you keep throwing out stats and player names and Wolves record against the big six and stuff like that, you're going to start to talk yourself into doubting your just gut. And JD, my gut is just telling me just don't be stupid. Just choose Tottenham and just move on with this. Yeah, um, I would be happy to be proven wrong. But yeah, Tottenham are just the much better team. And uh they are just gonna win. It's it's as simple as that. Uh, I agree with you. Don't overthink it. Tottenham at home this season have been very good, and Wolves are not going to you know go to the London Stadium and, and change any of that. Yeah, the fans as well are going with um, with uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, next game, Manchester City hosts Chelsea Football Club. JD, I'll have you kick this one off first. Chelsea, maybe some momentum from last week. I mean, they left it till post 90th minute to do anything, but they're not going to have any opportunity to do that against Manchester City. 
unless unless City just overthink this, they which they tend to not do, City should win this game five nothing. And it'll be very interesting to see how Enzo and Caicedo deal with Rodri, who is just just by himself better than the two of them together. I it's not and it's not and it's not close. Like it's it's just not even the same spectrum of player. I I just I don't know. City are just gonna walk all over Chelsea. That's there's nothing else to say. That's a good that's a good Saturday uh, twelve thirty kickoff. I like that. Yeah, that's like a nice should, like should be a goal fest. Yeah, just the fans are going with Man City. I too am going with Manchester City. Like teams that beat and compete with Manchester City are teams that are good defensively, which Chelsea are not. Teams that can counterattack well, which Chelsea cannot, or teams that can at least retain the ball and relieve pressure while you know between the twenty minute periods where Man City have you know full possession. Chelsea can't do that. This this game, I, I don't think it's going to get ugly. I don't. I, I think this game is going to stay closer than the 5 nothing scoreline JD has advertised. I do think the final score of this game will be like 2 nothing, 3 nothing. Like, it'll take a while. Chelsea, will, like, City will take a while to break Chelsea down. But, like, eventually Chelsea will break down. Man City will score a goal, and then, like, that will just be it. Like, it just, it, that'll be it. Man City will do basically carbon copy what they did against Everton last week, which is they're just going to just wear you down, wear you down, wear you down. You're going to make one defensive mistake. They're going to score a goal, and then you're unfortunately going to have to play into their game where you're going to have to start sending players forward, which is going to leave more room for guys like Erling Holland, Kevin De Bruyne, and that rock star offensive lineup they have. So we move on. Um, we're on to Sunday. Sheffield United hosts Brighton. Now, Sheffield United got a very important three points, JD, in the uh, previous game week. The fans are going to be going with Brighton. I, too, am going to be going with Brighton. I think that was just a blip on the radar for Sheffield United. I, 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 It's massive. I'm not taking anything away from them, but they are still the worst team in this league, both on paper and via eyesight. It, this, again, this is a big don't overthink it. Brighton, if they just show up, they should win this game. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sheffield United, yes, they had a great showing last weekend. But they got to do that probably three or four match weeks in a row for me to even trust picking them, even for a draw. I just can't do it right now. It's got to be Brighton all the way. Final game on Sunday. Luton will be hosting Manchester United. JD, it's like you're out to the market with your wife and you run into your mistress. <laughs> That's the position I'm in right now. And you're, like, trying to act cool. Your mistress sees you and your wife and, like, hey, like, act cool. Like, she doesn't know. Gives it the eyes, you know. Like, she doesn't know. Just, like, be casual. You're just strangers walking in the distance. That's all you are. (laughs) Like, no need to make a scene. We can talk about this later. Do you think Manchester United are going to respect Luton too much? Let's talk like pundits. (laughs) so i genuinely would like to see a team like manchester united who is not usually a team that retains a ton of the ball 
United are usually a team that like to hit you on the counter, like to open things up. Luton will not give you those opportunities. Luton will sit back. Luton will absorb pressure. They've proven it many times this year that they can sit and absorb pressure and counterattack aggressively. Lissandra Martinez, not going to be available for this game. I wonder if, you know, you know Varon's going to start. And it's, it's hard to say Harry Maguire doesn't deserve a starting spot in this game for how well Harry has played when he's been called upon. But I wonder if this would be a Victor Lindelof game. Someone who offers a little bit more pace, strictly because you're going to have to keep a high line with all that possession you're going to retain. And I wonder if Harry Maguire is going to be it. But Harry Maguire is such a massive impact to our set pieces where it's it's almost hard not to play him. I'm genuinely wondering how Eric Ten Hag is going to set up for this game. It's going to be very interesting to me. Um, I'm still going to choose Manchester United. Like, realistically, like... You know, Hoyland is in the goal-scoring form of his career right now, and I'll be hard done if I don't think he'll get one or two opportunities to keep this goal streak alive. You know, Alejandro Garnacho and Rashford, you know, now both playing at the wings they want to play at, are doing a very good job, you know, having space to move. I don't think Luton can keep up with that. And that's the thing. I think Luton will be very good in this game. And I, I hope we respect our opponents. But I'm going to be going with Manchester United with this one. So, JD, I move on to you. Yeah, I mean, me, me personally, I would like to see, you know, Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire get the start, you know, throughout the rest of the season. I think that would do wonders for the United. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think United don't need to work very hard to get a win here. And I say that, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I just think the players are better. God forbid Luton just have one of these moments that they've had throughout the season at home where they just turn it on, turn it up a next level. And I don't know, man, it could happen, but I'm not going to risk points on it. I think United should beat the shit out of Luton. So fingers crossed Manchester United as well for the fans. And then the final game of the weekend. It will happen on Monday. Um, I haven't decided, JD, if I'm mad with how they're picking the Monday games or if I'm happy that they're choosing bad teams. Last well, it's week, the only, it was, It's the only game on, so I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to be mad while I'm watching it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Are we upset that one of the better teams isn't playing on Monday? Like, And here's the thing. Let me please not discredit nor Everton nor Crystal Palace. I respect you. I respect your clubs. I think the game overall will actually be good. I think this game might be interesting. And there's also now reports coming from Fabrizio Romano that um, Hodges is on the molten hot seat. Like, one bad result and that might be it. Like, literally, Sean Dyche with a win could end Roy's coaching career for the next six months until Crystal Palace bring him back. Like... Yeah. Isn't it just sad? Like that's the that's the storyline. Like he's gonna come back. Yeah, we're, make... we're like we're not making a joke. Like he will he will come back when the the guy who succeeds him fails. Yeah, like genuinely and wholeheartedly, I cannot stress this enough. Like Roy Hodgins is a boomerang for Crystal Palace. Like you can throw him in any direction you want, he's gonna fucking come back eventually. Um, JD, I'll have you start this one off first. Uh, it, it, someone's got to do something, right? Uh, or or nobody does anything and it ends nil no. I I just don't see a winner out of this. 
I, I just don't. I know Palace, we've we've now seen that they maybe can do something without Eze or Lise, but Everton are going to be dog shit and just not do anything, as in sit back, and I just don't think anything's going to get done. I think, I think this is going to be a shitty nil-nil draw. The fans agree with you that a draw is the way that they're going. I'm going to choose an Everton win. Um, Crystal Palace have been playing some extremely unmotivational football over the last few weeks. Um, still don't know if Olise or Eze are going to be available for this. Everton are still also in the, like, fuck it, you know, backs against the wall. We're trying to get out of the relegation. I think Everton physically have more to play for in this game. And I know that sounds crazy because Crystal Palace are very close to the relegation fight themselves. But realistically, I think Everton will have more fight than Everton will, or than uh, Crystal Palace will. And honestly, I'm, I just, I think I just rate Everton in this fixture at home, backs against the wall, in the relegation scrap, you know, against a Crystal Palace side who are missing their two best players. I've talked myself enough into going for Everton. Like, you're just feeding yourself the Kool-Aid. I, there's something about Everton this season that makes me want them to stay up. But the problem is, is I think we're going to get to the end of the season and I'm only going to get to choose between Luton or Everton and I'm going to choose Luton. Like... But you you got to understand how funny it would be if Gareth Southgate takes a championship goalkeeper to the world, or to the Euros this summer. I mean, fuck it, he might. Well, Nick, Nick Pope is healthy now. So, or no, you, he's not. No, he's, he's not, not healthy. But he's not. Um, but do you, you think you think Nick Pope's starting over Pickford? He should. He should. He should. But will he? Probably not. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, the only other uh, talking point, realistically, going on in the sports world is the MLS jerseys got dropped today, Wednesday, as we're uh, talking about it. Uh, JD and I have mentioned on previous episodes that someone on EAFC leaked the jerseys by accident. So we all know what our jerseys looked like. Um, now it's just not in eight bit. Yeah. I was going to say we kind, we kind of knew, you know, yeah. a terrible um, resolution. Realistically looking at every team's Jersey, every team hit the only thing that's not hitting. And JD and I were discussing this on the podcast prior Fanatics, you fucking suck. $195 for a fully customized, authentic jersey. Eat a bag of shit. See, I had the opposite reaction. Matt and I were talking about this earlier, and, you know, I had the opposite reaction. Maybe just make more money. Simply, simply make more money. You know, put all your money into high-risk, high-yield stocks, and um, don't buy avocado toast and fucking lattes for eight dollars. Gary V special right here. I know you're Hun- never. Hundred, I know hundred ninety five dollars. It's nothing. I make that I'm, before nine a.m. I know <laughs> we're not supposed to ever in a million years quote the group chat, but I'm going to quote the group chat. Not not JD and I's group chat. No, that that gets deleted. Every message gets deleted. Oh, second. I thought I thought I thought you were actually going to no. quote you being no. a Dom's group chat. No, right now. no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. No. Um, I th- in quote I think the jerseys are too cheap. I want them to be five hundred dollars. <laughs> that will encourage me to hustle harder and succeed 
more. Oh, maybe if you skip breakfast, lunch, and dinner and only eat a cookie for dessert, you'll be able to afford this kit. Cars are overrated. Sell it. Get a scooter. And bam, you can buy all the $200 jerseys you want. I... Yeah, that's... No, no, hold on. I, I agree with that. Cars are overrated. You know what they didn't have 400 years ago? Cars. You know what they did? They ran or walked. What is it that the, the, the ongoing meme of running um, was created in 1902 or something oh, yeah, like that? Oh, yeah, people so, like, before 1902 just, just like, didn't run. They just walked. Just like, slowly walked. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that. Um, yeah, I, I can't stress yeah. enough. Like, I was excited for the season. And I think last year the authentic jerseys with customizations was around 170 and you're saying, but Matt, it's only a $25 difference. It's a $25 difference this year. And then next year when it's $210 a jersey. And when the year after that, it's 240 Like, I can't stress this enough. Soccer jerseys. Great. You know, wear them wherever you want. Wear them to a wedding. Wear them to an interview. Sure, wear them to whatever you want. The material is not meant to last forever. Because once we start getting into the mid-200s, we're going to start talking about hockey jersey prices. Hockey jerseys that literally will last like cockroaches. Like, straight up, the nuclear bombs will drop, and the only things that will be left on this world are the cockroaches and hockey jerseys. Like, and soccer jerseys will never be the material hockey jerseys are. Like, I'm physically, like, fans are getting priced out. Like, the all on social media today, every single fan base was so excited about their jersey. Oh, my God, it looks great. Oh, my God, it looks wonderful. And unanimously, we all went on Fanatics at the exact same time. And everyone all at once went, why? Why? Yeah. You, you, are, you are a now officially old man yelling at the wind. Uh, but I agree. I agree. It's 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 absurd. This is more exp honestly at this point, it's kind of more expensive than buying a kit from your favorite European team from the official store. And I know we're talking about the, the authentic kits here, which I yes. I actually have an authentic Philly Union kit because uh, my girlfriend got it for me, and she I honestly don't think she knew the difference and just got the more expensive one. I was thrilled because I probably wouldn't have bought that one. I probably would have just gotten a replica kit. But I, I think it's actually more expensive to get an MLS kit than it is to get, like, a Premier League, like a Liverpool or a Man United or a Chelsea kit, which is kind of funny. But um, it is because the MLS clubs outsources to Fanatics instead of doing it in-house, which I guess maybe makes the quality universal in a way. But at the same time, they just have total control of pricing, and fuck that. They're just going to price gouge their fans. Does It does not you know evolve the sport in the u.s you know it's so easy to get any a somewhat of a decent jersey from a european team in the u.s i can go down to my local soccer shop that does exist uh i do have a local soccer shop it's kind of cool um and they do deals all the time where i can i, I got a wales national jersey from a couple years ago 25 bucks 25 bucks and it's and it's it's a real it's a real jersey like it's not some knockoff like it, it's it's incredible how much the MLS teams price gouge their fans. And it's not just on jerseys. It's on everything. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I, I did the math. Occasionally I do math. And by math, I mean plug numbers into the calculator on my phone. Quick maths. An MLS jersey, full customizations, authentic, costs 45% of my season ticket 
this year. I can't I can't justify that. Well, I, well apparently apparently your season tickets are, you know, pennies compared to the Philly Unions. Yes. No, don't get me wrong. I'll never complain about that. Thank you Papa Red Bull for always looking out for me and my wallet. Um <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like genuinely and wholeheartedly it's a wonderful looking jersey. And again, I want to speak for a lot of MLS fans who really, really like their jerseys. There are every team hit out of the park. Whoever they chose to design this year's jerseys, 10 out of 10 across the board, every jersey looks fucking phenomenal. $195 makes me want to put my face through concrete. Like, genuinely, I don't understand how they think. Because the thing about it is you're just fucking over people. You're fucking over people with their hard-earned money. Shit's fucking expensive as it is already. $195. $195. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, if your order's over $25, it's free shipping. No, slap slap $5 on for shipping. Make it an even $200. Fuck it. I think that would actually be the thing that would break me. I'm not, I, can't, I can't even stress this enough. Like, credit card, on file, getting ready to pay $5 <laughs> even, for shipping. Even $5 shipping. <laughs> I would actually just burn my laptop. I would just light it on fire. I, Nope. Absolutely fucking not. Don't you, fu- don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare. But, um, that is going to be the... Um, end of our show today everyone thank you so much for once again for joining us we greatly greatly appreciate all the love and support you guys provide uh it goes a long way and we see we see the numbers and we appreciate you uh if you are not already please give us a follow at the epl boys on instagram for everything up to date coming from here from the epl boys camp and if you are not already please hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening to the podcast remember that is the best way to get updates on when the podcast drops for JD, my name is Matt, guys. Please be safe. Please be well. And we will see you guys next time. Peace out.